Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Hey, welcome to the uh, latest. I mean, this is going to be the greatest. I say it every time, but this will be the greatest episode of What Did I Miss? My name's Michelle. We've got Gabe. We've got Paige. Paige and I obviously are in character for our Top Gun special. Thanks a lot, Gabe. Yeah, it turns out that aviators don't look <laughs> like sexy and cool on most guys. So Yes, uh, they do. No, there's what? one man on earth who can pull it off, and we're talking about him later. I just <laughs> wasn't right. So you guys look great. I'll just stay like this. All right, fair enough. I know. I don't even know why I put mascara on. That was a waste of my time. So yes, we are here. We're gonna do a little Top Gun. We're gonna do a little uh, a little review, a little sports casting. But a couple of things we want to we gotta get out of the way because we are technically in the middle of these NBA Finals. Boston with a two one lead. Am I wrong in saying this series so far, other than Game One, and only because it had high drama and a crazy turnaround? I'm bored. Like I'm bored. Am I the only one that feels this way? Other than crap that's happening, like off the court like a lot of words being exchanged and generational fighting like there's just and Paul Pierce like it's boring I have not been entertained I have been tempted to watch other things and we're talking about the NBA finals that's not right what do we do how do we fix it I've been more interested Uh, in watching Draymond post well Steph does have to fix it and also I think we're all sort of waiting on I mean maybe something crazy from Clay Thompson, like a really crazy, crazy, crazy game? I don't know. I don't know what we're waiting on. I just know I'm waiting to be entertained. <laughs> and it hasn't happened. Here's the thing. When we watched the Warriors in the like peak of this dynasty, which I guess they've extended the dynasty in, into this year and maybe beyond, right. but in the peak of it, when it was them and the Cavs going back and forth, we were like, and sorry, Beetle, but it's true. We're like, oh my God, we're watching the best team of a generation against the best player of a generation. And this is competitive. And every game seems like it's being decided by some amazing performance by someone. Mm-hmm. And here we're just kind of watching two teams like kind of somebody's got to win. Yeah, double digit win. Like, uh, I want one point, two point at the buzzer, possibly in overtime. Like, this isn't it. This is not it. When I'm looking for other things to watch on Netflix, that's not right. And oh, by the way, this is very high on the board board, this finals. Great call. Yeah. High. This is a board board uh, item. And it's bumming me out because I love the NBA finals and I didn't watch them for like a year or two. And so now it's just like, ugh, did I even miss anything? This sucks. But yeah. And also, why did you apologize to me on the other one? The apology was based on my love for LeBron that was insinuated, mm. which goes counter to your very overt dislike Look, of LeBron. <laughs> I have I have a dynasty in my uh, fandom world, so I'm good. Yeah, I, like LeBron's not a dynasty, but Spurs are, so I'm good with that. We're good. But yeah. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, I I don't know, Paige. What were you gonna say? How to make it good? How to make? I this was gonna fun? say, do you find yourself after that game one uh, situation? Like I found myself last night being like, okay, this is the quarter where it's gonna happen. Like once again, all this crazy stuff, and then it just yes. never did, which is a bummer. But uh, do you find yourself in that headspace? Well, I mean, it it did. And look, that third quarter wow. is Warriors' third quarter, right? And it even, again, last night they were sort of like all of a sudden it was, it was a close game, but they just couldn't sort of keep that gap closed long enough. Boston kept pulling away. So, yeah, I want that to stick so that we can go into the fourth quarter, well into the fourth quarter, and still be a bit of a close game because it just doesn't feel like it. And the body language on the Warriors and sort of the whining afterwards about quote-unquote rude fans. I mean, it's the Boston, guys. They're called mass holes for a reason. Okay, that's not a term of endearment because they're sweet and cuddly. It's because they're mass holes. And honestly, as a fan who also tends to veer closer to the obnoxious side than the not obnoxious side, I don't have a problem with it. Like being a sports fan, that's part of it. Part of it is being rude and obnoxious. And also, let's not pretend our virgin ears haven't heard bad words before because that's ridiculous. I'm hearing a lot of whining out of the warrior side of things, including wives, about bad words. Can we grow up? Can we grow up? We had some good celebrities Please. in attendance, though. Name three. I have the list in front of me, so oh, sure. Three raise. Nelly, 
Okay. Wow. Nelly. Guy Instantly. Fieri. Nelly. You're going Nelly's number one. Okay. Oh, now, you're, now you're Nelly was now a halftime back performer. I did catch, I sent this to Gabe. I did catch on Instagram. Okay. Uh, I think ESPN or somebody posted something and you can see Nia Long say to Nelly, like, great to see you. And then she says, are you from Boston? And I thought that was shocking. He's famously from She St. said that? Louis. Yes. Right. Yeah. Is it the connection, Jason Tatum, St. Louis connection? Isn't that yes. what, why he was there? I thought that's yeah. why he was there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Nia. Yeah. Come on, Nia. Come on, We're better Nia. than that. Nelly, who was paid to be there. Nelly was paid okay. to be there. Shout out to him. Nia has to be mm. there for her Shout out. fiance, husband. They're married. I don't know. Bob don't Kraft, know Bill Belichick, John Love Wall, her. Guy Fieri, Guy Fietti. Stop. Um, Just stop. 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 You did not. You, were, you stopped Walton. naming celebrities four names ago. <laughs> Fine. But they're also supposed to be there. Like, yeah. these aren't celebrities. Like, was, uh, was Jay-Z there? That's a, a Drake. Guy Those Fietti, are NBA come celebrities. on. Guy Fieri is the best one. Yeah, that's the one name you've named. Jadakiss. Also, do you see who is sitting next to? Oh, garbage. Can I ask a question? Can you, because you guys are a little cooler than me and you will be able to explain this. I pretty sure for the last 10 years, I've been like out on the joke. Does everyone like Guy Fieri ironically or is this sincere? Do people actually like this guy? Well, for full circle, sincere now. Full circle. So I started out not liking Guy Fieri and I thought, oh, this guy's such a hack cook and I don't know. And like, good for him. He built an empire, but I'll get it. Full circle in the last probably year or so, I genuinely love Guy Fieri. Mm-hmm. Like he, oh, he has, be, and, and it has a lot to do with things that are not, like he does a lot of really great things, like supporting organizations and helping out when times of need. And he's, you know, just things that he does that are not necessarily part of his character or brand. Yeah. And so I've grown to, to like him. I went from full, ugh. To, oh my God, I love Guy Fieri. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's weird. I mean, yeah. the Fieri outfits gang. are questionable, but that's his brand. Fieri, I, I can't get mad five. At and I watch up. all of his shows, like Diners, Diners, and Diners. I watch it all the time. Guy's Grocery okay. Games. So yeah, that's... Guy's Grocery, GGG, Triple G. <laughs> yeah, it's all. It's, triple it's all D, happy. Triple G. <laughs> the showdown. Okay, so there were a couple celebrities there. That's That's kind of disappointing, actually, all things considered what we're talking about, but. Yeah, boring. I'm bored. And I'm bored with Clay Thompson whining and I'm bored with Draymond Green and I'm I don't know. It's just I'm hoping this next game is something and we could turn this thing around and get seven games out of this thing that are good. You know what you could do instead? That's all. Uh this is a tip for everyone. I'm jumping the gun. I'm sure we would have gotten to this in a future episode. Fourth quarter, it looks like a dud. Do what I did. Switch over to HBO Max and watch We Own This City by the same guys who made the wire. Ooh. Great six-part series about Baltimore police. Baltimore. Ooh. Uh, much more entertaining watch than the fourth quarter of these games. Okay. I mean, I could do that. I started something last night much in the same vein as your... I started Anatomy of a Scandal okay. on Netflix. So, yeah, I think it's oh. much... It's like a drama, blah, blah, blah. I so, yeah, I, that's that's probably what's happening now is we're just moving on. But, the, by the way, this is not the time of year where we're supposed to be wanting to watch other things. That's what... Like, that's this right. is not... All I'm saying is game four. Bro, ring it. I cannot have Paul Pierce, and I love Paul. He cannot be the most entertaining part of the game. That's just not how this is supposed to work. Unless he's pooping his pants. Let's Unless he's pooping his pants. I did ask. Day. I texted him and asked him Four for game. that jacket. As he responded to me last night, I'm lit, fire emoji. <laughs> and I went, yeah, no, we, we all see it. We know. <laughs> we, we, we get it. Yep, we get it. It's cool. Um, so, yeah, so that's basketball. We re- I wish we had more to share about it, but we really don't. Yeah. We're just going to hope for the best. But we are going to full circle that and combine it with Top Gun in the next segment. Mm-hmm. So that'll be our sort of respecting the NBA, I guess, because they don't respect us right now. Um, in other news, <laughs> the rich people are turning on each other. Are you guys saying what's going on in the page? Oh, my God. First of all, who gives a shit? <laughs> what? Like the 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 live tour or LIV oh, or yeah. Blood Money, mm-hmm. whatever they're calling it, I don't know. But the PGA wrote a sternly worded email. Full Karen and dro- and for the PGA, that's dropping a hammer. That's like full. Like we are angry and you can never come back. Which we all know it's that's probably not going to stand either. But like, are, do you guys have an opinion on sort of where this golf thing is going right now? No, the look. It's not like they say this is sort of the same conversation we just had with Elon Musk recently. It's like, what what did you think a bunch of rich white guys running the PGA or performing 
on the PGA Tour were really motivated by? What did you think these guys were all about? Altruism like, are you, are you now like suddenly like expecting some moral clarity from a multimillionaire golf kid who's grown up a golf kid? <laughs> like you want that guy to be your moral compass? Come on. This is not shocking. And so they want to make 10x the money. I'm not surprised. I, I just, I, I don't even understand what people wanted from Bryson DeChambeau and <laughs> Dustin Johnson. Like, this Dustin is who they are. Johnson. Dustin Johnson. First of all, we know who Dustin Johnson is. If you know anything about his wedding and where it took place, mm. we can go ahead and assume what we yeah, can assume about Dustin Johnson. We know. We get it. Secondly, like, <laughs> if NFL doesn't give a crap about what's turning out to be a serial predator and allowed him to be given the most amount of money in the history of life, then don't look to the most white bread country club sport that exists on planet Earth and be like, hmm, this is where I'm going to go to learn how to give a shit about the world and other human beings around me. That's not it. That's not where it comes from. And look, yeah, is it blood money? You're damn right it's blood money. Would I want to have anything to do with Saudi Arabia? No. Am I already pissed off that the World Cup's in Qatar and we're going to be forced to have to watch that shit? Yeah, I'm angry about that too. But am I naive enough to think that there aren't about a thousand other companies in bed with China, which is also not the cleanest of the monies? So yeah, yeah it's just a shit situation. The difference being is that we actually heard an American journalist be chopped up. We heard it. We know it happened. So that's the difference here, is that you'd like to think that we would draw a line. You know, it's like the old uh, Ray Rice. We saw the video, so now we know. Versus we didn't see the video, so we could pretend to be stupid. We have a video here, and we have audio of this. And so it just bums me out, but I'm also, I don't think I could possibly be less surprised. Like, even if I tried to fake it, I don't think I could be less surprised. And look, Phil Mickelson's, he is straight up in the middle of some sort of a crisis. Like, the, the outfit and the oh. the hair and the denying gambling situation. It's just, it's a crisis. Like, I don't know what is going on. But I think all of these people, when the money starts to talk again, they'll be back for the PGA if that's what the PGA decides. But, yeah, here we are. Am I watching any of it? No. Do I watch a bunch of golf anyways? Not really. So I don't miss out on any of it. And I don't think a lot of people have pillars of morality that they stand on when it comes to sports and sports viewing. And we've, we've learned that time and time again. So what a here bummer. we are. And that's how I'm going to end real serious arguments. That's it. Like, <laughs> <Farts>. <laughs> yeah, Farts. I know it is a bummer. I mean, by the way, it is from a completely, totally like monopoly sort of surreal, the ability to write these checks that they are able Unreal. to do is mind blowing hundreds mm -hmm. and hundreds of millions of dollars. Just, just to show up. That is, that's crazy. Like that's crazy money, but yeah, you got to draw a line somewhere and we all have different lines. We all have different principles. It is what it is. What are you going to do? So from that fun story, I do like that the PJ, <laughs> I like that the PJ is going, yeah, I see this transition. Give me 10 seconds before we go there. I do like that the PGA for them seems to be going a little scorched earth. And I want it to I want them to do more of that. I like that for them. Sure, yes. Well that is I but I think the I think a sternly word. I didn't know, I didn't is, think they were gonna put out a statement to begin with. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think they're also maybe I'm wrong, but it are they a little surprised that more people left? I think, look, Dustin Johnson, I think, was a was a earned moment. I think everyone, the Phil thing, who cares? You had a bunch of other names that nobody's watching anyways or that weren't performing and they're on the back nine anyways. Haha, <laughs> get it? But it's just like, and then I think a couple more threw their hats in the ring yesterday and what we learned about. And I don't know. But look, as, as long as you keep Tiger, <laughs> I think you're fine. Right. You got to keep Tiger. That's it. Uh, Why you think Tiger's going? Oh I mean, they offered him a billion, according to stories. A billion, with a B. There's nothing to suggest that Tiger would be like, no, this is where I draw the line. Like, if Tiger wants to do it, he's gonna do it. Okay, well, begging a Perkins waitress and taking blood money are two different moral stands. That's not what I'm referring to. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were worried about morality with Tiger. Yeah, so I got because that's different. I don't mind that. Yeah, okay, I, I'm not judging Tiger's infidelities. I'm talking about Tiger, all of Tiger's other views on life, which we can <laughs> interpret through some of his actions and who he's buddies with. I don't think that Tiger Woods, like some of his white colleagues, is going to suddenly have some epiphany about Saudi Arabia uh, and, and their actions in the world. I, I don't see it coming. If he wants the money, he'll go take the money. 
It is crazy. <clears throat> a lot of sports, like, I mean, WWE went, F1 has issues as well. Like, you know, drivers don't want to be there, but they still have, it's just, it's a, it, you'd think it would be easier to just say no, because the money will be made elsewhere. Maybe not that amount of money, but it will be made elsewhere. Yeah. And we're not talking, like, the thing that's bugging me is that I'm hearing, like, call-in radio douches, like, Oh, the money. I was like, Dustin Johnson has made something like 73 million in winnings plus whatever his sponsorship money was. So he's not exactly like eating ramen every night. So I, I don't, we don't need to sit here yeah. and pretend like, oh, we had to do this to put, to support our families. And then Phil's worth like a half bill. So, mm. I mean, granted, I don't know how much of that's gone to mm. the old, <laughs> but you know, whatever. That's his own problem. <laughs> it's not my issue. Do what you got to do. I have $100 riding on the Warriors. I totally get what it's like to be addicted to gambling. Mm. Uh, mm. So, Celtics. So, You're a degenerate. You've and been so, on both Celtics. Win-win. I know, right? That really is a degenerate. Yeah, so that's the golf thing. I'll be curious to see what what kind of viewership they get. I guess you can watch it online is what I'm understanding. Yeah, YouTube, Facebook. I, I don't really watch shit online. Yeah, we're not doing that. And then there's Jack Del Rio. Do we want to even address? So much happened yesterday. Yesterday was like a garbage sports day there was the new york times piece shout out on deshaun watson um again proving once and for all he is garbage and we were all right and now it's their problem and then jack del rio stuff came out where i mean look the quote uh, the quote is i can look at images and now he's comparing uh like black lives matters and police shootings those type of protests to what happened on January 6th at our nation's capital. And he says, I can look at images on the TV. People's livelihoods are being destroyed. Businesses are being burned down. No problem. And then we have a dust up at the Capitol. Nothing burned down. And we're going to make that a major deal. Yeah, he, he did. He did come out and apologize for that and correct the record because probably someone told him he had to. He put out a statement. He did not say those words yeah, into he, a camera. No, no, no. Of course not. He, he were, he, somebody helped him write up a clarification on the dust-up. He knew that dust-up wasn't good, or someone no, told him dust-up wasn't good. It doesn't matter. It took me a 14-second Twitter search on his page yeah, and oh his yeah. responses and tweets over the course mm -hmm. of the last year, two years, to very much understand who Jack Del Rio is and what he believes in and what he's all about. Now, what I find interesting is the career path that he's chosen for himself and the colleagues and peers that he surrounds himself with on a daily basis. Uh, how are you, like, <laughs> I, I don't even know where to start because there's, inside of me, I just want to yell bad words. Like, I, first of all, somebody died at the Capitol, okay? So let's just go ahead and not forget that. A person doing his job defending the Capitol died because these monsters decided that a, an election was quote unquote fake and that they didn't like the outcome. And so their solution to that was to, to overthrow the government, or at least they thought that's what they were going to try to do. So that is not nothing. That is not a dust up for a group of humans that are so worried about how we treat this country and our rights and our love and our patriotism and our flag waving and our this and our that. The one time where it looked like they were literally trying to overthrow our government, they don't seem to have an issue with that. And for me, that is the most blatant disrespectful thing that has happened in, in at least my lifetime. So, and it's still being dealt with, and it's not a dust-up. And protests, while there were some bad images, sure, there are always going to be outliers and bad people. Do There are also tons and tons and tons of peaceful protests. And protests are very much part of what we're allowed to do here because it's a democracy. And they weren't trying to overthrow the government. So like, and you go into a locker room full of black men. You're going to just keep doing that now? You basically like mocked the George Floyd murder. You've mocked everything that people believe in. You've made it sound like what you believe in is a noble cause, not just some spoiled ass bunch of people who don't like something. And you're going to walk into that locker room with a straight face, bro? <laughs> you got some sort of set of weird, like, delusional balls that I don't understand. But good luck to you, I guess. I, I don't, I'm not playing for him. There's no way. Yeah, yeah. I've seen what I needed to he see. He gets to go. Yeah, I mean, well, I think we, we, we were able to form an opinion about Jack Del Rio before he even said this. This will just put him in the spotlight for a few days. What's interesting to me is, is what you're getting at with how the players in the locker room would react to this, and more importantly, how his boss, Ron Rivera, 
a guy who we most of us believe is one of the good guys and one yeah. of the more enlightened head coaches in this league and a guy who seems to be on the right side of at least what we view as the right side of a lot of these issues that have come up over the last few years. So I'm curious what the pushback inside that organization will be. An organization that, by the way, is a dumpster fire unto itself. But I mean, that's the that's the piece of resistance. It's them again. Like, how is it always them? Always them. It, well, and so I'm wondering, though, to your point, because, Beal, you've talked to a lot of athletes in, in a lot of different sports and on camera and off. Well, I've asked a bunch of guys away from cameras about like, yeah, but like, what if a guy just is saying and doing things that you just really hate? You really disagree with. I'm not talking about like some guy who has a nuanced argument about the Second Amendment and it's some political thing you don't want to get into in a locker room. I'm talking about sure. like this type of stuff. Blatant. Like, yeah. Do you guys like want to work with that guy? Like, cause it, is it like a regular workplace? And most football players I've talked to will say like, we just, we're all focused on the same goal, which is winning. We can ignore each other on that stuff. We might not hang out, but we want to win and we're fine playing next to the guy if he's good. And look, we've worked with Marcellus Wiley, who, who loves Jack Del Rio. I mean, I look, I haven't talked to Marcellus about this, but I knowing Marcellus a little bit, I think he's probably going to still love Jack Del Rio. And it's a, it's a, a trait that seems to be very much a part of professional sports. And and I really want to say men. I think men have a much clearer idea of how to compartmentalize. And I can only compare this to me because I do not have it. I, I am very bad at it. And I try. And there are times where I think I'm doing it better. And then some crap like this happens. I'm like, nope, I, I can't do it. And so they can compartmentalize to the sense where they're like, that's one part of that person. It's not the part I deal with on a daily basis. This is what we're all here to do. Let's just focus on that. But I do think that the younger generations uh, that are coming, the ones that are a lot more vocal, um, they, they lean towards more of like an activist vibe and they're more aware of their surroundings and the world around them. I don't think they will be as quick to sort of dismiss these types of moments as maybe the generation before them, because this is their world. Like they have grown up. These guys have grown up in this sort of shit show that we've put together as a country, whether it be the gun situation or the protesting or the cops or that they're in it. Like they've been in it since day one. They've, their memories are all about it. And so it'll be interesting to see. This is the crossroads now where Jack Del Rio's generation is crashing into the new generation. And I don't know how much longer a Jack Del Rio has, to be honest, uh, especially when you say dumb shit like this and tweet about it. Like, it's not even just, this wasn't a one-off. This is him. This is him and it's on his, I don't follow him on Twitter. This was a, a fun rabbit hole I went down. And so, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't think he's long for this world as far as the future goes, personally. I think he's the personification of delete your <laughs> Yeah, but also, why does Jack Del Rio have a Twitter? What do you need a Twitter for, dude? Know. You're like a hundred. Petition. What, what are you doing with to Twitter? remove Twitter? Come on, from are you? But isn't he Facebook? Over 50. <laughs> yeah, he's Facebook demo. Yeah, the, your people are on Facebook. Go over there. <laughs> That's where you guys have deep That's conversations. Right. Scream into the void. <laughs> I think there's something very interesting that we should unpack at a later date on your distinction here, because I think you might be right, beads, about this being a male female thing. Hmm. I don't I don't know if that's the case, but I would say I I as a as a man do understand the idea of certain relationships are transactional. And I think yeah. a lot of very smart NFL players would roll their eyes at Jack Del Rio, but still understand that he is important to their success. So they will put up with him for their own gain in a way that probably a lot of women would not. I mean, yeah, I can, and I'm only going off myself. Like I've, I have time and time again, not done things or not worked with people or, you know, for my own personal reasons. Um, and that's just, and that's what I chose to do. I've turned down money for my own personal reasons. Cause I was like, I'm not, this is not okay. So I, I, I don't admire it because frankly, I wouldn't change anything about myself in that regard. It, it is what I am, but it's, it is a very interesting personality trait that some people can. And I, I notice it more in men. I, I mean, even just speaking in the men in my life, they can, they can separate the person from like sort of the product or the entertainment that that person provides. Um, and look, we find ourselves, we're about to talk about Top Gun. Tom Cruise is a really good example of a person who is, not easiest person to root for necessarily. If you've read anything about Scientology or you've watched any of the documentaries, I mean, there's a million places now to sort of learn about Scientology, not just the cool pamphlets that they hand you out in LA, but like really learn about what goes on. It's a, 
it's tough. It's, you know, depending on how far you want to go into it, it's not great. It's not a good organization. And so I find myself with Tom Cruise sometimes being like that. But then, you know, you watch Tonka and you're like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> it's just it's, it's too entertaining. I can't. I can't. I'm, I'm wearing aviators yeah. for God's sake. Like, yeah. So Separate I, the I get it. I know I'm trying. Mm-hmm. I'm trying so hard. Yeah. yeah. Like it, it is. There's a lot They're across the board generationally. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see how long Jack Del Rio lasts. This will be um, this will be interesting. Because you don't need him. I mean, at the end of the day, he is not the end-all, be-all of whether that team succeeds. So you are very replaceable. Very, as we all know. That's all I got. Let's talk By the way, Top Hustle's Gun. out officially. Can we please talk about Top Gun? Let's talk about Top Gun. I'm ready. Is this okay. when we tell people spoilers coming? Oh, are there spoilers? Yeah. Well, they knew. If you they... haven't seen Top Gun I yet, guess. first of all, what, what are you what doing? Are you but, doing? But, yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> Go see Top Gun, then come back and listen to the rest of this podcast. If I went to a theater, honestly, and it's been seven years since I had, then everyone should have mm-hmm. seen Top Gun by now. There is no excuse. No. Um, Mr. But there is no real spoiler. Look, you know Goose you. died in the first one. Yeah, Michelle sacrificed three hours of doing nothing to do nothing in a theater, and <laughs> it was amazing. But, okay, is this true? It has grossed over $600 million already mm-hmm. without China and Russia? That's right. Damn. I wonder what kind of percentage to old Tommy C is getting on this kind of stuff. What are oh, his back end points? Enormous. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, because right, that's basically how you get paid these days. He is the whole franchise and he's the executive producer of it. So whatever amount of money an actor can get. <laughs> oh boy. Oh keep it no. In. Oh keep no. It in. Don't die. Ah. God, that was a sneeze. No, I he's mean, making he's making a killing. I predicted this, guys, on this podcast months ago. I told you this was going to be the biggest movie of all time. You did say that. Okay, so let me think. Is how, what does it have to beat? I, how is Avatar still that high up on the list? I don't understand. That was not that good a movie, but whatever. Like about at about three billy. Is that three bill? I can't do that many zeros. Two My plus. Hurts. It's it's gonna get there. <laughs> you think it's gonna? Okay, mommy. Well, yeah, if it says six hundred now and we're ten minutes into this thing, good lord. Okay, but thumbs up, thumbs down. Any complaints? How do we feel about the movie itself? Complaints? What? Who's complaining about this? <laughs> I don't know. I'm surprised Gabe doesn't have like one devil's advocate. No, to we're gonna do it. sports casting in a little bit, and I can nitpick here and there. But no, okay, this was good. basically a perfect movie from my perspective. Uh, it was made exactly for you know us, Beetle. But we have this whole group of people who work on this show who needed to be converted. And all Paige. of them unanimously More have come around to say this movie was fabulous. Paige can speak for herself, but but Kara and Quincy behind the scenes, all they want to talk about nowadays is Top Gun. Multiple <laughs> other people we work with have been texting. I've seen the word perfect movie Damn. referenced. I don't know how you manage to straddle the line between like corny and self-referential and like mm-hmm. genuinely like makes it brings a tear to your eye and in like each of the cases where they could have screwed it up and there were a few really risky ones sure they they still nailed it the use of talk to me goose nailed it the use of val kilmer Iceman, nailed it the use of the the recreation of the volleyball scene nailed it obviously everything in the planes nailed oh the plane the 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 flying scenes are silly i was emotional from the moment the original soundtrack starts with the, the footage of the planes taking off and landing on the uh, the aircraft carrier. Like I was imme- like that that low dum, and then it starts building and building and building. I was like, oh crap! I'm already like crying and like this is gonna be great. And then when they show or when they had Val Kilmer, well, even when they referenced him first, because you don't see him right away. It's like a couple references here and there, and you're just like, oh crap! I just thought it was just like even little things they brought back. Like they brought mm-hmm. back Penny. Penny was a throwaway line in the first movie, like yep. legitimately was just, you know, a passing reference by Goose to Maverick. And so that was like, I had to go back and remember that because I'm like, who the hell's Penny? Why are we acting like we're supposed to know who Penny? That's who Penny was. So I just think it was so well done and so well cast and entertaining as all hell. And I'm, I want to go see it again in those movie theaters where the chairs move because I feel like the plane scenes with those chairs is going to be like a whole nother ball game. So I'll probably go to do that next. <laughs> That's going to be my life now, going back to the movies. Paige, as the uh, as the new generation, who may yeah. not have felt the nostalgia the same way. No, 
I did a little bit. First of all, I just want to say for the record, uh, uh, again, I have seen the first Top Gun. Okay. <laughs> I have seen it and I enjoyed it. Uh, it's been a while, but yeah. I'm familiar. Um, probably not to the same level of you two in terms of nostalgia, but I loved it. I thought it was a really enjoyable, fun action movie. I left it feeling energized and psyched. I would have liked to have yeah. seen, which we can get into in sports casting, I would have liked to have seen more from Jay Ellis's character. I don't know. I felt like he was really thrown in my face in the promo and then he, he kind of faded away from me. I, I'm not saying he didn't add to like, exactly the plot. I'm just saying like, in general. Yeah, payback. Sorry, Jay Ellis' character. He's like the Rick Rossovich character from round one. He's mm. there. He's in every scene. He says maybe a couple words here and there. But at the end of the day, not really a part of it. That's yeah. basically who Jay Ellis was. This it's not time. a real note. And there's a few of those in the first one. It was great. You're ridiculous. You are ridiculous. By the way, uh, <laughs> our own Kara is reporting that apparently Tom Cruise got around 12 and a half milli for the a contract and then 10% of what it makes. Ooh, <laughs> Good God okay. almighty. You could keep that 12 and a half million. You can just burn that for all I care. I'll just take the 10%. All right. So we are, we're going to take a break because we haven't done one of these in a while. And this is obviously, this was, this was calling for it. We are going to sports cast mm-hmm. Top Gun. Maverick with characters from this year's NBA Finals. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point-of-sale system you can trust, or is it a mm, real POS? You need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into the one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers in line and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point of sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash theathletic, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash theathletic to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash theathletic. We are back. We have um, we've not done this in a in a hot minute, but we are going to sports cast Top Gun Maverick, which is basically taking the characters from the movie and then putting our own characters in there. We're going to pull from the NBA Finals players, coaches, whoever, anybody that's in and around the finals this year. And so, obviously, we're going to start at the top, which is always the hardest, I think, for me, uh, with Maverick, of course, played by Tom Cruise. Who are you guys casting as Maverick? Go ahead, Paige. Okay, for me, no-brainer, Steve Kerr. Oh, okay. Why is that? No-brainer. I think it's a brainer. Most confirmed kills of anyone on the court. Wow. Leader. Icon. Okay. Steve Kerr. He's definitely a leader. Damn, that's way better than mine. Okay, yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to steal hers. Uh, Gabe? <laughs> I obviously want to cast Steve Kerr in an important role. I'm saving him. He is not my choice. I, mm. Look, Maverick is special. And I, I just, I hate to start on a, one with a disclaimer, but I do not think there's anyone on the court or involved oh in this series that is at Tom Cruise's level as Maverick. Agreed. So like maybe we could argue Steph Curry or something. There's no superstar out here, anything like Tom Cruise in terms of pure no. watchability and versatility, nothing like it. That said, in the world of tangential to the finals, a guy with totally irrational confidence right now someone oh. who i probably shouldn't like but i i have to admit i kind of love jj reddick wow Give me jj reddick as maverick uh-huh. see i i okay i weirdly enough have jj reddick but not here oh like, that's interesting oh. to me that you did pull a jj reddick moment and you are right in all the ways you described jj <laughs> reddick currently as he exists in the uh in the media verse um 
God, Steve Kerr, I still think is the best. So my issue, and I was trying to do Maverick and Rooster together because for me, that was sort of the tie-in. There is obviously no logical like, hey, I played with your dad and now we have a a weird relationship, but we're going to make up. No, that doesn't exist, right? But I was trying to go back from earlier in the season. And for me, I went back to when Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown were sort of butting heads and then had to have a third party come in and kind of just say, hey, guys, let's just chill out and do better. We can be better. So I'm just going to do mine right now as a duo because for me, these were the two hardest anyways. I have Jason Tatum as Maverick and Jalen Brown as Rooster. Okay. That was tough for me though. I'm not. I'm, these are not my favorite. These are not my favorite. I, I like the logic. I applied that elsewhere. That's not making six hundred <laughs> no. million. Oh, see, okay, yeah, because it's definitely a dynamic, but it was hard to figure out where yeah. to put it. Okay, I applied that. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, who'd y'all have for Rooster? Well, uh, so I, I acknowledge that Jalen Brown sort of made some sense here. Jordan Poole, you can make an argument there, sort of the next. But the, here's the thing: Miles <laughs> Teller is not actually like arriving on the scene like this dude's no. sort of been around and we've been told he was going to be great many many times he's even looked sure. great a few times in the past he's just always been a little below the surface and so for me hmm. the guy who makes the most sense right now as he might be breaking out into what he actually should have been all along is andrew wiggins god that is mine as Ooh, well that's a good one nba all-star oh, that's andrew a wiggins. good one this is good okay i feel good yeah. about that yeah, yeah. that was mine that was mine. Late bloomer. Late for late bloomer for sure. Yeah, because he was supposed to be it. He got paid like he was it and then just didn't really become it until now. All right, I like that one. God, you guys are crushing it. Okay, okay. He's an Arguably and Iceman, the best character in the entire franchise. Who do y'all have as Iceman? For me, pretty obvious. We got old dependable. Stop saying that. Fifteen year oh. career. He's lovable. He deserves it. He might die soon. That's Al Horford. He might die soon? I don't know. I don't, I'm, just I'm just joking. <laughs> Al Horford. From basketball. Not I have Al Horford on here, but not there. Okay. Okay. Uh, He's a veteran. Yeah, no, He's I, been I didn't want to go that dark, and I have Al Horford. Sorry. <laughs> I have him later in a more positive way. I- Me too. I have just, he's still part of the team. He's still a legend. He's still a guy we're rooting for all the good things, but let's be honest. He's not a big part of the plot right now. Clay Thompson. I like that. Cause he was sort of gone for a while yeah. and then he returned, he's back. Um, which I was trying to play with that. So I have, I, I did an or here because I, in keeping with my Maverick rooster casting, I would have, Marcus Smart would have been the obvious choice here, who's sort of like the outlier, but also, weirdly enough, the thing that brings everyone together um, and is lovable, but in a very abrasive kind of edged way. But in a more obvious choice, I I threw Mike Breen in here um, because we Mm. didn't have Mike Breen for a few Mm. games. He was sick. The voice was a little iffy. And he's also, for me a very a part of the whole equation that I love like I love Mike Breen I love him calling games the same way I love Iceman and I wouldn't want to see a Top Gun without him so I have Mike Breen or Marcus Smart but I'd prefer Mike Breen uh, I like Mike, Mike Breen, Breen all the way that's a great yeah one. I vote for that okay that's a good one all right fair enough shout out MB okay ooh a new character in this one Hangman who had a great helmet by the way Gabe you go first yeah, so I think I'm supposed to hate this guy. I just, I, <laughs> I love him. And uh, I'm just like weirdly attracted to this guy. Uh, all the swag in the world. Like, I don't really know what the hell is going on here. But like, it's obvious when I look at this person, I'm like, you are going to be the biggest star of all of these people. Hmm. Of course, excluding Tom Cruise. So it's Draymond. It's just Draymond. Wow. What? Yep. yep. Yeah. Yep. I have him too. I can't quite yep. put Doesn't my finger on it, but it works. Doesn't give a fuck. God. It's Draymond. I do not have Draymond. I, oddly enough, do not have Draymond cast at all. Although I didn't really get a Phoenix one. Somebody else threw him in there. Um, oh, so for me, he's, Hangman. He's, he's one of the villains. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's definitely a villain. But for me, Hangman is a character much like, I look, he is the Iceman of the 2022 version, right? He is cocky beyond words he thinks he's the best he has um a bit of an edge but not really but at the end of the day has to have his ass saved okay and so for me that's jordan pool i think jordan pool is cocky got some arrogance but as we're seeing in these finals so far not quite doing what he did in the regular season and we're still waiting on that 
being saved at all, if, if, if at all, by teammates. So that's mine. Jordan Poole, Hangman. Draymond. No. Although I didn't know where to put him. Oh, okay. The prettiest member of the, uh, of the cast. Penny. As played by Jennifer Conley. Steph Curry. What? Did you just literally go with prettiest? Well, you know, I haven't <laughs> considered that. But I mean, she delivers in the film and he delivers pretty consistently. Bonus, not listed. I think Jordan Poole is Penny's daughter. Oh my God, what? <laughs> Penny's daughter was adorable too. That's a good point. That's a good yeah. call. Okay, okay. That's, that's Gabe, what about you? I feel like this is uh, a little bit of a danger zone for me. Uh, pun intended. Yeah. Get it? Yeah. Um, so look, Jennifer Connelly, there have been times in the last 20 years where I'm convinced this is the most beautiful and talented person on earth. And then there are times I'm like, where is she? Or like, what is she doing? And so even though I mostly thought she was great, I'm still not 100% convinced this is the best possible person for the job. Jason Tatum. I'm not a. I'm not a hundred percent there. What? Yeah. What do you mean you're not a hundred percent there on Jason Tatum? That's I just don't see it night in, night out. At his best, he's like like Jennifer Connelly. Nothing better. But the rest of the time, I don't know. Hmm. So I went. I will say this: this was my pet peeve about Jennifer Connelly's character. Um, all I really ever saw her do was wipe the bar and ring that bell, and there were and no smolder. other bartenders, and the bar was always full, so I couldn't figure out how those drinks were getting made and or delivered. But that's neither here nor there. That's just semantics. But I'm going to go with, um, you know, the thing about Penny is, who was Penny? You know, she wasn't in the first one. She was a, a sentence. She was a, a figment of our imagination. And she sort of, she showed up and she was a major part of this movie. And for me, that was over the last two years, Clay Thompson. Where was he? Well, we know where he was, but we didn't get to see him for reasons that we all know about, obviously, by now. And I think Clay Thompson is also a fairly pretty human being on a more literal take of this casting. So I'm going to go Clay Thompson on this one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Both have really good hair. Yeah, that that's good. I think the thing that's interesting here and maybe not perfect to get into on this podcast is like big L's for Meg Ryan and Kelly McGinnis here. Like everyone uh. else is back and... You know, obviously something in quite right with, with that. Doesn't Kelly not act anymore? I, I read some article where they were she sort of doesn't. trying to like make it sound like, oh, they didn't even ask her. And it's like, she's not a working actor. So, yeah. Right. And well, and look, nobody wins because the optics of it are here are these two women from the original who have both gone on to age the way women are supposed to age, um, which isn't always perfect. And so it looks like, oh, one gained a bunch of weight and the other one's unrecognizable, so we didn't want to cast either one. That's what it looks like. But in reality, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I don't think McGillis has done anything in a couple decades. And as for Meg, I don't know about Meg Ryan, because that to me is one of the Hollywood mysteries that has not yet been solved. Because literally America's sweetheart and then disappeared. Uh, Well, I've heard both of them have left Hollywood. Like, I think they're living out in the in the country somewhere. But let me ask you this. Did they leave Hollywood or did Hollywood leave them? Well, mm. good question. Nope. No new spinoff pod. Goddamn men. Men are the worst. Uh, okay. Phoenix, I got nothing. So you guys take it away. <laughs> Phoenix was irrelevant to me. That's sort of exactly where I was, Bede. So we're in a safe space, right? Uh, I think so. Sure. It's just us. What was this character doing in the movie? Like, what? Are- I don't know. Like I well, she was dude, a woman. If you're signing up for Top Gun, you're signing up for like hyper masculinity. Like we don't <laughs> just. All right, it's not on, that but we have women fighter pilot jet. Not that space. Yeah, no, it's not that space. You ass. <laughs> what? Like I just. Well, because we we technically the difference between now and 1986 was we actually do have female fighter pilots. I don't like... think we had anything to talk about back then. All right, but her, but fine, but like they, they didn't write her a real part. She didn't do anything no. or say anything. We don't remember yes. what she was doing. She was forced in for some reason, maybe not because she's a woman. They just needed a person in there to read a few expository lines. We should have had less of them, just like the refs in this series. We don't need you there. We don't, refs, we don't need wow. you. <laughs> the refs are not needed. No, I that is played a you. See, that wasn't sexism. Like that, that was a joke. <laughs> I mean, look, her best moments were the beginning of the movie. (laughs) Uh, Right? Like, that was a, wow. Ref's not needed. That's that's, that's a hot take, Gabe. That's a hot take. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Okay, did you cast this one? Or did you ignore it? My thought, (laughs) okay, I went with, and I'm going to skip down a little bit, but I went with, for Phoenix and Bob being a duo, that's where I put uh, Tatum and uh, Jalen Brown. What? 
I'm yeah. sorry. The, two of the major players in the yeah. NBA Finals, you have as throwaway ex like glorified. They're not extras. taking those parts. How is that? They're just so yeah, great no, together. Where are they taking those parts? <laughs> Look, I'm, Bob and Phoenix agent, were a great combo. I will let combo. that happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like my, my clients are above this. Yeah, those parts are for somebody well, else. Yeah. Not not my not my stars. But um, I, I struggled to put. Them okay, well that now we're getting back. I feel like to me, well I have somebody for Bob. Should we skip to Bob since we're on? Yeah, I mean, we can do Bob, Bob real quick. Because yeah. I, I actually threw Al Horford in for Bob. Because I think Bob was underestimated. People thought he has zero value here. And they just wanted to make fun of him and kind of throw him away. Whereas that's what the league sort of did to Al Horford for a minute. He was sort of thrown into different team situations only to really want to be back in Boston and thrive. And I think Bob became a very lovable part of mm. Maverick. Justice for Bob. That's, so that's good, Bob. Bob. Plus his name's Bob. Yeah. Bob. Gabe, did you do a Bob? I did, and I'm Bob. most proud of this one. Um, so just stay with wow. me for a sec here. Bob, so oh, I, okay. I don't really know what Bob is doing. I don't know what his qualifications <laughs> are. I don't really know anything about Bob other than that he's a nerd there to support the stars. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Bob will be played by that white-haired guy who warms Steph Curry up all the time. I don't know his name. I don't know his job on the team. But he's the guy that's next to Steve Kerr? Yeah, he's just (laughs) there all the time, bounce passing. He's always, in every picture of Steph Curry, he's right there by his side as his wingman. I just don't have any idea who he is or what he does. Oh, my God. What is his? I can't believe I'm Nobody knows that guy's name. But I know his name. I've known his name. Why can't I think of his name? This is embarrassing. We know and his name. By the way, oh, he's he's probably a little too handsome for this part. Bob's kind of even. He is handsome. Here. Yeah, no, he is. Oh my god. He's always in he's shorts. He's like Curry's right hand man. Yeah, oh yeah. He's with Curry nonstop pregame. All he does is feed him balls to shoot. He's perfect at it. They obviously have a great relationship. He's very trusted, but he's in very. a way interchangeable. Bruce Frazier, just like Bob, and also he even sits next to him during games. That's probably him, mm. yeah. Sounds right. Bruce sound Frazier? Right. Does that sound No, it doesn't sound right to me at all. Doesn't sound Are right? Are you sure? Okay. I don't know. I literally Googled, it's do you want to know the words I Googled? Right guy who warms up some, Steph Curry. Some listener can help us with this one. Everyone knows who I'm t- It's that guy right there. I'm staring about. right at him. Yeah, but now it's going to bug us. It's like, oh, wait, hold on. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. It's, it is. Okay, Ron Adams. I swear right to God, Brown. if you say Bruce no, that's not him. Well, maybe it is Bruce. Fraser. I'll look him up. Why did I not think his name was Bruce? Anyways, okay. That's right. pretty good, though. I like that. Because he is, yeah, he's his guy. All right, we're going back up, because now I feel like John Hamm. Oh. Cyclone. 100%, uh, by the way, Bruce, Bruce Frazier. That's who it is. Yeah, that's it. God, he doesn't look like a Bruce to me. Why did I think his name was something else? But yeah. Um, okay. Cyclone played by John Hamm. <laughs> who you got? I feel like the ladies ought to go first here. Yeah. I went with someone who complains a lot, which is Jeff Van Gundy. Jeff Van Gundy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, in for Am I drunk? Did you just say life? Jeff Van Gundy? Yeah. For John <laughs> I'm not going on looks. I'm going off of vibe. Even I, I have to go. Wrong. This is... <laughs> vibe. Okay, Holy. but we're, we're casting a movie. Looks are part of it. Yeah. Okay. So this is where I... So John Hamm's character... That's is... the worst possible what? pick. <laughs> it's the... so Honestly, bad. I would have rather you pick like... The first security person that stands on the court during a timeout. Like, that would have been a better pick than Jeff Van Gundy for John Hamm's character. Um, But also, now I love it because it makes no sense. So, John Hamm's character, if you haven't seen the movie, shame on you, but he is a dick. Like, he is the man in charge who hates Tom Cruise's character for reasons that you understand, obviously. He's a military guy, plays by the rules, gets pissed off at Rebels, yada, yada. Also kind of bitches and whines about a lot of stuff. So for me, this is where I put J.J. Reddick. Ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, for me, like J.J. Reddick, John Hamm, they're like unlikable, but they're supposed to be unlikable. So they're like, yeah, you're doing it right. Yeah, they're doing it right. Well, I, I put a little bit more of a forgiving spin on his character. I, I agree with your whole description, but um, I would like to look at the Cyclone character as just a total stud who speaks his mind. He's not afraid of a confrontation what? if it's called for, but he'll acknowledge game when he sees it. You know, he's not above that. Mm, that's fair. Steve yeah. Kerr. Plus, like, you know, he could carry it. That's true. Steve Kerr's got movie star face. Yeah. 
John Hamm's movie Starface. I like okay, yours I better though. I, so the problem is now we have Reddick and Kurt in two very important roles. Either way, right? Which what is good because I didn't have a place for Kerr, and I love Kerr. So that I'm, I'm happy you guys figured out. I know. Well, we're changing a movie and making it better, probably. All right. I, for me, an underrated character in the movie, someone who every time he was on the screen, I was in love with, uh, Warlock, as played by Charles Parnell. Who do mm-hmm. y'all have? Yeah, I, the, he's old and steady. I don't really remember a single thing he did in this movie, to be honest with you, Beetle, but I know he's like, you? I guess he's pretty good. Al Horford. Wow. Uh, you guess he's pretty, okay, Paige. I went with Andre Gadula. No, that's not even it. You want to try again? Nope. Nope. Strike, that's strike out. my suggestion. No, no but do you, you want to say his name again or do you want to just, you want to say No, I know I messed it up it? and I panic every time I have to read his <laughs> name and I just don't want to. Again, if I'm being honest, so please don't make me. Just call, you know Thank what? You. Iggy. Just Iggy. say Iggy. Iggy. Iggy's Thank the fix. Um, yeah, Iggy's easy and everyone knows who you're talking about. Yeah, I, so no. Usually I write out pronunciations. I didn't do it today. Well, none of us would have needed it. It was, would only be for you. So that's weird. Um... <laughs> You should have gone with I St- have, okay. Stan Van Gundy. Stan, Stan. <laughs> <gasps> I wish there was a place. No, because it's ESPN. Damn it. Yeah, See, uh, mine is, for Warlock, Warlock is a man. He's an authority figure, right? He's a man that's supposed to play by the rules. But he also has this side of him that relates to the players, that, and, and in this case, the, uh, the younger soldiers, I guess. And he sort of just gets them as well so he can straddle that fence. And for me, it's Ime Udoka. Okay, good. I think mm. he's done a good job of both. I like that. Okay. That's a good one. I wanted him cast and I didn't have anything. Yeah, Yeah, I got you. I got you. Payback played by Jay Ellis. Like Paige wanted more for him, so I'm not sure what you did with this one. I went with Clay Thompson for that exact role. It's like we know he's there. And luckily, luckily for us, Paige's internet just stopped working. Now, now, Paige, 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 Paige. Spectrum is giving you an assist here. It's like, hey, Paige, you you need to you need a break. We don't need to hear from you anymore. Let me just just sit this one out while your internet reconnects. I mean, I payback is just happy to be there. So the obvious choice is Mark Jackson. Yeah, I, I had I said just I don't even know honestly don't know who this was in the movie. I don't remember this character. <laughs> I don't know like what the hell he mattered for, but I guess he was technically on screen if you listed him. So Ro- is it Robert oh, totally. Williams? Is that who the center is for the Celtics? That the guy no oh, okay. one needs to talk him. about. Yeah, All right, that guy. Well, I mean, sometimes you talk about how dare you disrespect Jay Ellis. <laughs> <laughs> By the way. You know who you left off, Paige? For hmm. me, that was a character that I think everyone loves. Hondo. Hondo, mm-hmm. who's Tom Cruise's boy. They're like best friends. And like he's always in on the sort of dumb shit that Tom Cruise is trying to pull off. And it starts from the beginning of the movie. And he has his back. And he's there. He's like, a, he's like, a, like an awesome cheerleader. And I mm-hmm. went ahead and threw Hondo in there. And I made that Paul Pierce. So oh, I felt like Paul Pierce deserved casting. a role in our finals version of Top Gun. <laughs> I like it. Did anyone else have bonuses? God, this is a. I, I already mentioned Penny's daughter. Uh, it's freaking hard cool. to do, by the way. Yeah, you did do that. I have a suggestion mm. I'm making sort of on the fly here because I think that uh, Paige okay. also, maybe her spectrum crapped out when she tried to write this part of the script. She also left out <laughs> a very important character played by a big name actor, Ed Harris's character. Oh gosh! Right, Ed Harris was like. Ed a Harris was in I would like to point out that and none of this yeah. is a surprise. You have seen this list for two days. At any point, you could have added to it. Okay, yeah, that's but- why we added ours. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not going to give him Hondo. Hondo's my surprise. No way, am I sharing that? Who'd you put for Ed Harris? Because that's a that's a good. I wasn't going to have that's anyone, but I realized choice. Paige screwed up twice. So she screwed up leaving him out. Damn. And she brought. She brought Jeff Van Gundy to an audition and then completely miscast him. So I'm putting Jeff Van Gundy and all his Larry David energy into the Ed Harris part. <laughs> Imagine John Hamm casting a movie about his life and he's trying to figure out who's going to play John Hamm. And Paige shows up with her client, Jeff Effing Van Gundy, and was like, I would like to submit my client to play John Hamm in the role of the lifetime. <laughs> Oh, if I was John Hamm, I'd be so insulted. I'd probably, yeah, no. It's, no, it's, oh, and I like goodness. Jeff Van Gundy, but no, but no. 
I feel good, guys. Once again, Hollywood, we are all here. We are all available via DMs, texts, emails, what have you. Um, if you want to bring us on to cast your next big, big movie, we could do it. Um, I know we have to take a break because we have, what do we have? Some voicemails, some texts, some something like that. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll wrap things up. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are back. We're going to wrap things up on our Top Gun special edition of What Did I Miss? Paige, what do you have? Um, so we got a few texts. Uh, one just off the top. I know, I think one of the primary times that I was bullied on the show was our previous Top Gun oh, conversation. Please. So I just want to say that someone did text in with hashtag Team Page. So thank you to that person who is probably my friend, which is fine. Um, someone else asked, And is what that person is, related to you? We don't need to. It's fine. I have a lot of relations. Um, <laughs> What is your call sign? What would your call sign be if you're in Top Gun? I would like to be Ball Buster. <laughs> like, like, that's mine. That's mine. Yes. Okay. <laughs> that's tough, though. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ball Buster, come in. Ball Buster, come in. SOS, Ball Buster. Yeah, no, I like Talk to me, Ball Buster. Okay, Gabe? I'd go with Crotchety. <laughs> Talk to me, Ball Buster. Yeah, I'd go crotchety, so you'd be like, crotchety, what's wrong up there? Like, god damn it! Fall in line, ball buster! (laughs) We lost crotchety. We lost crotchety. He's gone. (laughs) Paige? Oh, I can't wait for pages. Mine would be Rampage. Here we go. Rampage, spelled like my name. (laughs) Rampage. Rampage? Rampage! Oh, Oh, that's not bad! But you get to actually include your name. Yeah, that's, that's actually saying. pretty good. No one has their actual name in their call signs. First time for everything. I huh. think a, a better call sign for Paige might be 3G because that's about all that she can <laughs> <laughs> I call her Radiator. Radiator, come in. Like, you've got a thousand. None of them are Rampagey. Like, like it's got to be one of these. Oh, man. Okay. No, I want people to write in, what is Paige's call sign? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? I'll take suggestions. That's fine. Yeah, do that. Yeah. We'll do that. I like it. 631-397-0403. Text us uh, Paige's yep. call sign. Do we get anything else? Um, the last one was from someone. Uh, Hi there. Kelsey from Rhode Island here. Did Top Cruise just save movie theaters? My goodness. Yeah, right? Yeah. I Look, I can for only... Sure. Sp- I can only speak for myself. It's the first dollar I've spent in a movie theater in almost a decade. So, yeah. For me, yes. Guys, I've talked to you about this offline. I want to bring it up here and let the audience. We always end on these sort of unanswerable questions. Here's the question <laughs> I have for you guys. It has nothing to do with eyes and legs or doors and windows or whatever. Um, <laughs> we know Tom Cruise is like a mega superstar. But is he the most versatile mm. superstar in history? Because I will put to you, and I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself a little bit, I will put to you that not only is he, of course, an incredible action star, maybe mm-hmm. the best ever, he's in the best romantic comedy of all time in Jerry Maguire, the best Love. drama of all time in A Few Good Men. Uh, he's been in Oscar-nominated parts playing crazy-ass roles, and we, of course, can't forget his cameo as a oh. hilarious dude in Tropic Thunder. So, like, he's not just Maverick or even just Ethan no. Hunt. He's all those things. Yeah. Born on the 4th of July. Like, yeah. that is not a light movie. Yeah, I, I like, I'm, while you're asking that, I was trying to think of, like, other just giant movie stars. Rain that Man, were diverse. Collateral. Oh, totally God, different Rain types Man. of roles. I don't know anyone. Because Tom Hanks, great actor, but not I an mean, action star. No. What about Will Smith? You know? Well, he's kind of... 
in trouble right now. Yeah, so I mean, putting aside... Any movies. And I would say his that. movies aren't... I don't think his movies are nearly as... Like, he's had some giant ones, don't get me wrong, obviously. But not... I don't think they're on the level of Tom Cruise. I think that Will Smith is the only competitor Tom Cruise has in this argument. Right, like I don't. I, as much as I love The Rock, The Rock is not all the way there. Like, what about Matt Damon? Through. Right, but do you do you real? I mean, Damon is close. Damon is really close. I'm trying to hit the genres like action star, serious yeah, drama, okay, you know comedy. What? Damon's in the in the finals as well, because because from Goodwill Hunting to the Bourne series, and then like incredibly funny parts also. Yeah, what's the one where he's the Siamese twin with like Greg Kinnear where they're attached? <laughs> yeah, I forgot, but it was that a one, that... Farrelly Brothers movie. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, that's goofy. So yeah, because I feel, yeah. Road Goodwill, Trip, Goodwill of course. Oh, what was his name? Stevie doesn't know. Or Euro, was a Euro Trip? Maybe it's Euro, Euro Trip. trip. Euro Trip. Scotty Something doesn't know. doesn't know. Who doesn't know? That was Stevie. Scotty, Stevie. Scotty. Scotty, Scotty doesn't, doesn't know. Scotty. Oh, hey, Paige! 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 Got a reference. She's back. Look at that. You're not fired. Woohoo! That was close. That was a close one today. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Another one. If you guys can think of anyone that's on the level or bigger than Tom Cruise as far as a bona fide movie star can do it all, let us know. Because so far we got Will Smith and Matt Damon possibly yeah i just can't think of anyone else at that level i mean can't Affleck either. probably wishes he was but i don't i don't think so shoot mm -mm. nah he ain't um that's gonna do it for us guys right yeah. tell yeah. you guys go to youtube rate review subscribe uh as i said 631-397-0403 that's our phone number to send a text leave an email um leave an email send a voicemail i don't know <laughs> any of those things and if you haven't seen top gun maverick we're not being paid by them go see it Although they could afford to pay us at this point. They could afford to pay all of us. We'll every single it. person in the country. At least a dollar. <laughs> we'll accept it. Guys, it's been real. I'll see you on the next one.